0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: A great victory at the Supreme Court who rules the city cannot force Roman Catholic services and Christians to help gay adoptions. We have interviews with authors Kent and Katie Philpot who've written books on deliverance from demons and transgender teens. We discern the spirits and we pray the scriptures in Jesus name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. There was a great victory for religious freedom at the Supreme Court last week when they ruled the city of Philadelphia cannot force Roman Catholic services and Christians to help gay adoptions. This is a good news for children as well And CNBC reports that there was a surprise unanimous decision, nine to zero. The Supreme Court ruled that gay couples cannot force the Roman Catholic Church to facilitate the adoption of children, and neither can the city of Philadelphia. Last week Thursday, the Supreme Court delivered a unanimous defeat to homosexual couples in a high-profile case over whether Philadelphia could refuse to contract with a Roman Catholic adoption agency that says their religious beliefs prevent Catholics from working with same-sex foster parents and giving over Christian children to homosexual couples. I can see why that would violate their Christian beliefs, but Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the unanimous opinion, now the Supreme Court agrees, not just a majority, but unanimous majority, that Philadelphia, as a city, violated the First Amendment by refusing to contract with Catholic Social Services once it learned that the organization would not certify homosexual couples for adoption. Chief Roberts wrote the following, quote, the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment applicable to the states under the 14th Amendment provides that Congress shall make no law prohibiting the free exercise of religion. As an initial matter, it is plain that the city's actions have burdened Catholic social services religious exercise by putting it to the choice of curtailing its mission or approving relationships inconsistent with its beliefs, end quote. Under a long-standing Supreme Court precedents, laws that are neutral to religion and generally applicable, can be consistent with the Constitution even if they burden religion. But Roberts said that the city's non-discrimination policy that favored homosexual couples over Catholic services was not generally applicable, citing Philadelphia's ability to grant exemptions from it, which the city of Philadelphia failed to do. And that's the news, or thanks to CNBC for that report. Uh, nine to zero, wow, even the far leftist judges agree city of Philadelphia should have granted a religious exemption to Catholic services. Now, uh, thank God, but by the way, I wanna talk about adoption for a moment because I was adopted when I was three, taken in by a Roman Catholic family raised in the Christian faith until I was later born again at a Pentecostal Bible study. But Thank God for adoption, right? Some of those Catholic services helped my single mom give birth to me, right? In a a single mom's uh, hospital wing. Thank God for religious freedom that they can help Americans without having to place Christian children into the homes of homosexuals. That's really what the left wants, right? They They want your children but God wants us even more. Here's what the Bible says in Galatians 4. To redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for your spirit to adopt us as your children. And even those who oppose God, I pray they would be born again, that they would receive adoption as sons so that all of us can forsake our sins and be welcomed into the family of God. And until then, Father, I pray that religious liberty will be preserved for those who work in the adoption industry. Thank God for this victory in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have exciting interviews with authors Kent and Katie Philpot. Dr.
2: Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've
1: been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians, and it punishes People like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new, golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray in Jesus' Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top, and you'll see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866 Obey God. Get yours today.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined by Dr. Kent Philpot, who has written important books about exorcisms. I'm kind of excited to hear about this. Uh, the first one I'm going to notice, The Manual of Demonology and the Occult, followed by Deliverance, Deliver Us from Evil. Jesus said that. In fact, we're supposed to pray. it. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Uh, welcome, Kent, to the program. And you also have Spanish versions of this books. Why exorcism?
3: Well, uh, back in the day, I was a uh, Jesus people started out in the Haight-Ashbury, February of 1967. Uh, My background was psychology. I was going to be a school psychologist. I did not believe in demons. I thought that was just mental illness and other things. But when the ministry there in San Francisco became very apparent to me that I had been wrong, I even did disagree with seminary professors uh, who were teaching this, the demonic thing. I found out it was so. So I... After I graduated from seminary, I came back, did another master's degree. My thesis was a manual of demonology and the cult. Wait, wait, wait.
1: You skipped the part where you began to realize that demons are real. Yes. How did that happen? Well, I
3: observed it up front at uh, the um, anchor rescue mission in the Fillmore District next to the Haight-Ashbury, where I had to stay because I had no place to live. I was a hippie preacher. And so... I saw there in the people that came to the rescue mission, I saw firsthand demonic possession uh, of these people. So I had to reinvent. I had to take a fresh look at the New Testament. And I began to do some deliverance ministry myself. Saw that it was very
1: real, shocking. Jesus did this in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. He cast out demons. Yeah. Jesus did this in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. He cast out demons everywhere he went. Uh, but a lot of Jesus followers, we don't want to cast out demons. We're not going to do that crazy stuff. Jesus did this.
3: Yes, he did. And so I, I had to uh, realize I was wrong. So I wrote a, a master's thesis which, uh, on demonology, the manual, which Zondervan Publishing House, back in those days when they were really great, uh, published it, and the result was, from a number of languages, we had people coming from all over America and foreign countries for deliverance. They were almost always young, almost always young whites, who had been involved in transcendental meditation, Hare Krishna, other forms of the occult. And I was pastor of a rather large church in Marin County at that point, so we developed 12 teams of people to handle the flood of people that were coming to us, uh, and for training or for exorcism, for exorcism for having demons cast out, we called it ekbalo, means to throw out. Yeah, uh, which is the Greek term that when when it, Jesus cast out demons, it's the term ekbalo. So we called he said it. said that. We we called it ekbalo. Nice. And uh, they came out. We did it very simply. Probably not as good as we should have. But it was, in the name of Jesus, nothing fancy. There was nothing fancy at all. Uh, No rites, rituals, and so on. We would sit down, a person would tell us, they came to us, uh, how it is that they became demonized. I was always looking for maybe the connection with mental illness. Um, So they would tell us a story. They got involved in the Ouija board. They got involved in inviting the spirit of a guru from transcendental meditation or Hare Krishna, and they became possessed of a demonic spirit. So we would talk to them about how this happened. We explained to them about how Jesus cast out demons. We made sure that they knew we didn't cast out demons. Jesus cast out the demons.
1: And it's not like the movies, is it? We all think of that movie, The Exorcist, with spinning heads and vomiting pea soup. But it's really, in, in my experience, it can be a very gentle, uh, uh, comforting experience. It can be, uh, but there are the weird things too, Dr. Chaps, yes. that
3: I've seen. You see miracles. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen that stuff. Um, well, we, we did hundreds of them, not just a few or dozens, but many hundreds, all the way through the 70s. In fact. We still engage in this because of the rise of what is called contemporary occultism. The awoke culture uh, with a tremendous interest in shamanistic base religions. Uh, The occult up front, Uh, so much of this goes on and people think it's all quite innocent. Now it's accepted. Back in those days, you were weird if you got involved in the occult, but no more. It's become a dominant religious force. Where we live in the San Francisco Bay Area, it eclipses anything to do with Christianity.
1: Yeah, I would joke about California, but this is not a joke. No, it's not. Uh, And Deliver Us From Evil is the name of the book, How Jesus Casts Out Demons Today. Uh, Somebody out there is, is a little bit shocked, and maybe they feel something wrong inside, Uh, would you lead us in a prayer?
3: I will. Father in heaven, we pray for people who may be viewing this right now, that they have realized that there's something wrong, something spiritual going on that has been tormenting them. We pray, Father, that you would reveal to them that Jesus is the one who can rescue them and deliver them from those powers of evil, and that they might be set free to know the Lord and Savior who has died for them on the cross and risen from the grave and has power to cast out demons even today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name.
1: Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. You can get Kent's book, Deliver Us from Evil. There's another one, Manual of Demonology and the Occult, when you visit his website, earthenvesselmedia.com. I'm Dr. Chaps. After this short break, we're gonna have Phil's wife, Katie Philpott, is going to talk about her book after this.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
2: Well, I think everybody out there, you all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support, and you can you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code Pray News, and anything you're getting from My Pillow with big discounts. A lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patent and fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. Go to mypillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here
1: is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Now I'm joined by Kent's wife, Katie Philpott, Pott has co written this important book. In the Wrong Body, Kent and Katie Philpot wrote this together. Also, uh, Kent's book, The Third Sex Revisited. Katie, welcome to the program. Are there three sexes? I thought it was man and woman.
4: <laughs> well, back when the original version of that book was written in the mid-70s, it was because my husband, Kent, was involved in Christian counseling ministry as well as running a large church and had several... Uh, men call him in one week saying I have become a Christian but I am homosexual I do not want to become I do not want to be homosexual anymore may I get some counseling so none of them knew one another none of them knew him they came he got them together they brought in several lesbians and they made love in action as a ministry that fed into the Exodus International so there are no new sins. This has
1: been going on since way before the 70s, even. Uh, but but love in action was a way for Christians to show genuine concern and love. And I bet uh, as as Kent was talking about exorcisms, uh, sometimes the deliverance ministry sets people straight from from LGBT to practicing Christian and, and as God created them.
4: Yes, of course it is. Jesus himself who does the work in the transformation from what one was to what one becomes in the name of Jesus. And what we did with that book was to update it this last year. We republished it with uh, updated information. So that's why we call it Revisited.
1: The Third Sex, I'll hold this up again. The Third Sex is an old book that's been dusted off now. But this is your new this book, is, is the new wrong, In the Wrong Body. There's a whole transgender movement now about men who feel like they're trapped in a woman's body or, or women who feel like they're trapped in a man's body and, and they want to switch genders.
4: That is a big, big deal right now. Uh, it's being pushed, especially by social media, and we are aware of many young people who feel uh, so dis jointed from their social community because of the whole last year and a half of the pandemic and being isolated. And all they have are their phones or their screens. And they find this whole range of sites that tell them if you are feeling uncomfortable with who you are, if you're not sure of your identity, if you are a young woman who is now experiencing Problems related to puberty, which is Universally and forever most teen girls
1: most teen girls go through hormonal changes, and they feel confusion that doesn't make them a boy
4: That's right. It doesn't make them a boy until they are convinced by the secular community that is now being very heavily influenced by lbgt activists to uh, think that they now have the freedom to choose, not just binary, but non-binary, meaning that they could be whatever they want, whenever they want, and they don't have to be anything. We have in our book at least uh, several dozen different terms that identify how this community is using the idea of gender in untraditional ways and that's what they're after get away from God's plan for a man and a woman and throw it out the door be anything you want anytime you want and that's what's being taught in kindergarten even in our state of California
1: yeah and when the government gets behind it and of course the the social media and, and the leftist media, CNN, I mean, is is behind that kind of propaganda. But when the government of California begins mandating, you must teach transgenderism in public schools to kindergarteners, the, kin- the six-year-old doesn't know it's coming. And they get overwhelmed by this lie that they can choose their gender someday when they grow up or drag queen story hour in the public libraries, a boy can be a girl. Um, you're setting the record straight. In the wrong body says what?
4: says that you have real freedom in Christ, that your your sense of self is really developed through God's image, that you are made in his image. And so he made you either a female or a male. We're not saying that there are not some medical anomalies. We even have a friend who had uh, was born with rather uh, undefined parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and... and
1: sometimes there's a, there's a biological anomaly, and, and that's beautiful. God made people to be unique, uh, but that is so biologically rare. Most of the lying today is just by yes. men who want to have a surgery to remove their male body part.
4: Well, what I really find interesting is that the real pressure, the, the numbers, if you look at statistics, it's the young girls who are having the most pressure, peer pressure and media pressure and social media pressure to reject their feminine side, especially if they are having problems with the stuff that happens at puberty, and that they reject being girls in order to be boys, and they don't realize that they are damaging their entire future. That yeah. they and, and the secular world is now getting on board, especially the feminists. And there's so I much. I find that transgender
1: regret now. We just interviewed totally. Laura, Laura Beth Perry, who had we a love double her. mastectomy, who had her her organs yes. removed because she wanted to be a man. Yes. Realized. God made her to be a woman, and she came back to Christ and they found forgiveness and freedom. Yes. Uh, can you pray with somebody out there who's struggling with these ideas, or maybe they yes. know someone who is? Uh, and I'm going to mention the book, In the Wrong Body. Question mark. Question mark. It's available on your website,
4: which is? Earthandvesselmedia.com. Maybe you could pray with us. Yes, I will. Lord God, we come before you and. We are, our hearts are saddened and hurt for so many people who are so confused and so misled uh, by the the media input nowadays that says that we should reject what you have made us to be and reject everything in your written word and reject your son, the living word, for uh, experiments Experiments that most often go wrong, experiments that lead to even more misery, to high rates of suicide, to drug abuse. Lord, we, we, we ask that your word goes forth to show how this is not the way to have a, a happy future, that our happiness and our uh, completeness comes through faith and your son Jesus Christ, in whose name we say. Amen.
1: Amen. Our guest has been Katie Philpot. I'll be right back. The Bible says this in James 1 that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years. But now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website, or you can call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law. Now it's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians and it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for giving today.
1: And thank you for contributing to help us bring you these programs. We could expand if we had a few more sponsors please visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have and such sacrifices are pleasing to God. If you can contribute, call us right now at 866-Obey-God or just call us for prayer, it's free.
0: We'll see you next time.